I'm working on a Wednesday, then up again the next day. So and so is popping, man. I skip him like your leg day. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Millennial Mindset. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, per usual. What's up, Rico? Yo, what's up, Rico? And bro, where have you been? Dude, I've been busy. I've been extremely busy. When I say I've been busy, I think it's a, an, an understatement, bro. The mortgage business started booming. We have client it's after hot. client. It's hot right now, bro. It's so, interest rates. Oh, believe me, bro. It is insane. So I'm busy doing that, serving mm -hmm. my community as usual, as you know. Uh, I got the heart to serve, so that's what I'm doing at the moment. And yeah, I've just been really busy with that, bro. And mm -hmm. also coming back on social media, like I told you, hitting the gym consistently, trying that's to right, get my bro. life together, bro. Day to day. Yeah, that's what we're doing today, but... We're gonna um we're gonna be sharing this stage with uh, a good friend of ours, Diego, hey, my man over here. We're gonna be sharing the stage with him, and he's gonna be sharing a little bit with us about his journey in marketing. Uh, we want to get to know a little bit more about kind of the way that you do it, bro. Because I wouldn't really consider you a traditional marketer, or a, I don't know, bro. There's something different about you, and something that I truly appreciate. You understand both the importance of having mar of marketing online but you also understand the importance of guerrilla marketing and i think that that's something great that's something that a lot of us mm -hmm. don't understand both sides of and uh i think it's going to be cool to uh for you to share with us kind of how you got started and and what interested you you know and, and or what caused what called your interest in this uh in marketing business bro actually actually just kind of just landed on my lap um i remember i was bartending um in Calabasas at a, a restaurant, uh, Money Panchos. And okay. Money local. Panchos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, um, one of the owners is my father's godson. Okay. So uh, when I was bartending with them, uh, there's a group of girls that used to come all the time. Uh, and yeah. um, during the this rush hour, so they'd come have some margaritas and talk to me a little. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember one of them said, "Hey, you know, you have really good people skills, so you you should get into uh, nightclub promotions." Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Well, I mean, I don't really do all that, but yeah." Uh, she said, you know what, I called this guy. Um, mm -hmm. He's the one that, you know, helps us out in, uh, every time we go to Hollywood. Yeah. And I know he's looking for promoters. So I just called him just to call him. Okay. And, uh, I mean, this is back in the MySpace days. Yeah. Um, Throwback. <laughs> yeah. And Tom I, was my first friend. Yeah, I remember the guy. <laughs> the guy, um, he, he gave me uh, this code. Okay. And, and he said, just post this on your bulletins. I posted the code, and basically it was a link to a, um, to a, a guest list. Okay. And basically, people would type their names and, and that uh, they would submit their friends and, you know, what time they're arriving. And um, that would send an email. And then, based on the, on the emails, we would collect names. And that's okay. how that would work. Um, um, I talked to him once. Um, I posted what he asked me to, and I forgot about it. Yeah. And then uh, a week later, he's like, hey, um, I have your money. I'm like, what money? What? what? He's like, yeah, like, a bunch of people came. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was like, really? And so I was like, okay. So then I. Posted it again the next week, and yeah. So, um, I decided to just go check it out, and that's really how, how I got into marketing. It just, um, I've I've never really uh, was trained in marketing. I didn't right. go to school for it. I still haven't. Um, it was just um, I've always liked people, right? And uh, um, basically, that's all I've done. I mean, I just, I, I understand people. People want to be influenced from the way that we dress to the music we listen to. It's or somebody dictating, or a group of people dictating that. Right. Um, I just made a choice to become the influence and be the okay. person that says, "Hey, you know, try this or do this." Or, and and you know, what I find really this. interesting about that is the fact that you you just said right now you chose to be the influence, right? Yeah. And 
you were not trained in marketing, obviously, you just mm-hmm. said it right now. However, in 2016 to about now, the, the influencer became a very important thing. Mm-hmm. It became a very popular thing. And it sounds like you were the influencer before an influencer was a thing. Being in the club promoting scene, you know, you develop those skills. You kind of have to work within that scene because it's your present, your personal brand that's really developing that, right? Yes. So um, about two weeks ago or so, I, I was with a group of friends. Um younger um one of them was going to college for marketing mm-hmm. and then she she said uh you know what like what's the best advice you can give me uh-huh. mm-hmm. um and um so i didn't i don't have any formal training i, I said you know just i think what, what's made me last uh in in multiple industries um the reason why i'm still able to work is because i um i'm very aware that i don't know shit about anything uh-huh. um okay. so i told them no matter what they teach you <laughs> yeah, no matter yeah. what you learn like be aware that you don't know anything because the thing with marketing is that trends, everything changes constantly, yeah, yeah. weekly, almost daily. Um, mm-hmm. So the moment that you think you you know everything, you're mm-hmm. gonna get left behind. So you have to have this mentality of like constantly paying attention. Yeah. Um, I remember when you guys were um, doing your uh, your uh, your skits. Uh-huh. I would sometimes uh, send you messages and be like, "Hey, this is about to trend." Yeah. You know what I'm saying, or hey, like, look at this ta- this hashtag is about uh-huh. to trend. Yeah. And then I remember you asking me like, "How do you know?" And I'm just I just pay attention. You know yeah. what I'm saying it's like you you see you see patterns before before something evolves into a full trend. And I wanna I want you to talk to us a little bit more about that, bro, because here's something that that I can appreciate a lot about you, Diego, and, and through this conversation I feel I can already tell that I'm gonna find new respect for you because already I respect you, but I think I'm gonna find more respect. And the reason is because you're so you're so raw about it. You're so real about it. And and this is another thing, man. It's cool that somebody that's going to go to school for this and even somebody that was trained in this, which is me, myself. I know that Rigo has been involved in the uh, in, in marketing. We're interested in knowing how you do it, bro, because yours is applied. You cannot teach what you know right. or you can you can t- try to tell me or you can tell me and explain things to me. But if I don't have the experience that you have, I'm never going to get it right. So it doesn't matter. Yes, you might help somebody um, avoid falling or maybe avoid a, a road stop or something like that. But applied knowledge is second to none. And I think that's really what you have, bro. And realistically, I've, I've noticed that, bro, with you mentioning right now that you were able to catch trends before they even happened. I mean, that just goes to show your, your, your success in your current business. You guys caught a trend before the trend was even a thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like before before we knew that that brick and mortar business was going to change, you caught a trend. And I think that's amazing, bro. So with that said there, bro, what 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 would you say is the most um effective thing that you do? I know that you say you pay attention to things, but what would you say is the most effective thing you do? W- would you say that you look for people that are influential or you look for things that are influential. What is it realistically that helps you stay on your toes when it comes to this business? Because you're right, bro. Things come and go quickly. Yeah. Um, if you ever watch me, I, I, I'm usually bouncing around with multiple groups. Um, yeah. On one night, you'll see me hang out with a group of people. Then I'll be with another group of people. And, oh, yeah. Um, so... It, it's not bro, you that do I'm, that to me at at a uh, Made West, or what is it? Is yeah, it the yeah? That's one of the breweries you guys right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just I mean I, I genuinely like people, and um, the thing is is if you if you hang around with a lot of people, you you know you you're also being influenced, or mm-hmm. or you're seeing mm-hmm. what they're doing, and and I think all the success we've had in any or whatever success is considered, um, it's really the fact that I I actually pay attention to people, and I 
deal with people. I've, there's nothing that, that I've accomplished that I did by myself. I've always had a group of people. Um, I always see, try to see what direction people are going, and I just try to go in that direction with them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, um, something I learned from, uh, I think it was Matt uh, Shoemaker. Um, uh, he, he mentioned something about um, if you want something you know, from somebody, find out what they want. You know what I mean? And if you help them get what they want, they'll, they'll always help you get what you want. So, yeah. so what I do is I, um, I attach myself to people that have common goals and, and I help them go in that direction, which is the same direction I wanted to go into. And, um, and you know, we were able to um, succeed together. Um, a lot of the people downtown in Ventura that have restaurants and businesses, I mean, I've known them before. Um, and and it's, 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 uh, they became my friends you know, years ago, and, and, you know, we wanted similar goals, and, and now, you know, we're all, you know, with our own businesses, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's, it's, it's really, really about people, and that's what I tell people. There's no real secret or science uh, to what I do. I just pay attention, and I make it about people. That's all. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point that you made right now, because um, a lot of times in marketing, I actually, I'm, I'm formally trained in marketing as well. I also have a lot of my own training, right? However, um, marketing now, it's becoming very mechanized. It's becoming very about the data, very about the numbers. And a lot of the mm -hmm. times, the human element is left out of it. Yep. And the reason I'm saying that is because I recall, I've had, with, I've had three meetings with you over the last like seven years. No, wait, four years. I've had uh, about three or four meetings with you where we sat down and we actually mm -hmm. talked marketing and how to go beyond that. The first one that I recall was when I was working with a group called Trendy. We were making restaurant videos. I mean, uh, restaurant trending videos for food. You sat down with us and you said, all right, guys, I'll be honest with you guys. I don't know how any of this works. I don't know what this is. However, I do know what is popular and I know what my audience likes. And literally, that's what you started. That's mm -hmm. how you opened the conversation. Mm -hmm. And from there, we chopped it off. We came up with a strategy and that that was it. That's exactly how you approached it. You eventually created your own way of marketing your own restaurant. It worked out for you, whether you used us for information or not necessarily for information, but to pick our brains to see what was trending because mm -hmm. we had that knowledge or whether it was for a strategy. The fact of the matter is that you were able to utilize the knowledge of people around you mm -hmm. in order to create your strategy. So that is a human element that a lot of times I personally forget in marketing because I'm always focused on the data. Mm -hmm. That's very true, man. I, I hadn't seen that point before. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I do encourage people to go and get trained and, and go to mm -hmm. school, especially nowadays where uh, it's so, uh, everything's so technical and everything's yeah. done with social media. I mean, uh, one of the things that I, I feel I fell behind on was the fact that I never really got into creating video content mm -hmm. myself and, and video editing, which is was something that, you know, nowadays uh, with programs like TikTok, I mean, everybody's getting some type of training in that. Right. Uh, but that's something that I never never followed or, or, or focused on. So I do recommend that people go and, and get trained somehow. But uh, also, I mean, uh, follow data as well. But uh, but don't forget, uh, um, I tell anybody that's building any business, like, I, I, know, I know the brand that you're trying to become, but also pay attention to your actual clientele, your actual mm -hmm. audience that's supporting you right now. Right. Um, because sometimes you're, you're, you're chasing a market and you're ignoring the market that's, that's already Ooh, supporting you. You got to say that yes. louder for the people in the back, bro. <laughs> that, I think, oh, shit, I even got the chills when you said that, bro, because that's true. We, um, I think we focus so much. And I'm going to say we, I'm going to beat the fuck up out of, uh, out of our podcast right mm -hmm. now, bro, because I think we focus on the wrong things here. It's like what you're saying, bro. And this is why we wanted to get you on here because we wanted that realness, bro. And it's true. We focus on the data. We focus on the numbers. We focus mm -hmm. on what we want to become so much that we're not enjoying the moment that we have now. 
the listeners that we have now, the clients that we have now, the people that are currently supporting us. Mm-hmm. But we need to also remember that, yes, there is an end goal. And yes, we want to be on that side of the street. But guess what? We're now on this side of the street and we have to cater to our day one supporters. Mm-hmm. So I think that's true, bro. That's that facts, is, man. That's street next facts. level, bro. I'm telling you that. Yeah. That's those people that will follow people, you. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to follow you. And as your brand evolves, they'll evolve with you. And they'll support um, it, bro. Yeah. They'll wave that flag high for you. Yeah. Um, that happened to us with mom and pops when we started, uh, with the breweries. Um, I remember our sauces were very spicy Ooh. and uh, that bring them back. Yeah. Yes. And, and then I remember, um, <laughs> I remember telling my parents like, Hey, listen, like, like look around, you know what I'm saying? Like, like people are sweating and you know what I mean? Like I was one of them. Yeah. And so, so you, you handed, I think you handed me a water cause I couldn't handle the heat, bro. Yeah. yeah. At the beginning, our sauces were very spicy. <laughs> when well, we met, didn't you? I remember you, you eating were there. Spicy. Oh my God. I just I met you too. There. You, well, you connect, bro. Hold up. Hold up. You realize what we have in here, right? He connected us. Oh, that's right. Bro, we met through that's Diego. That's right. It was Diego. Diego, this podcast is your fault, bro. Uh, this is your fault, bro. I just well, made that I'm connection, sorry. man. You just made yeah. that. Yes, dude. Props, yeah. Diego. Thank um, you. But I remember I remember watching uh, the people and telling my parents, like, hey, like, you have, you have to understand that the people that are eating your food now at these breweries, they're not the same people that were eating at Sam Sadako. So yeah. um, right now, this is the majority of our clientele. So we need to tone it down so they can still enjoy the food. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that's, that's one of those things that, that we do where we, we pay attention to our, to our mm-hmm. clients. So people assume that because we're tacos that we're mm-hmm. going to cater just to the Latin, uh, market. But, but I mean, um, I mean, the Latin market is always going to support and we have a lot of, of Latin friends, but because we got into the, the brewery scene, which I, till this day, I, I, whatever brewery taps into the Latin market, mm-hmm. I, I mean, they're going to, they're going to strike gold because. There's a lot of like uh, Latinos right now that don't go to breweries. I mean, they're still doing the the, the twenty four packs, and yeah. you know what I mean. Um, whoever whoever wins that race to 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 create the first trendy Mexican lager uh, or any you know okay. style like that, whatever breweries that attracts all the like the Oxnard crowd to actually yeah. start going to breweries. I mean, that, that's going to be huge for them. You guys um, realize you're getting gold right now. This is a gold mine. Mm-hmm. This right here, this conversation is a goldmine, guys. Take notes. But yeah, so we paid attention to the to the, to the um, our audience. We toned down our salsas, and 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 I mean that that helped us, you know, significantly. People were able yeah. to enjoy, and uh, we toned down the mango habanero, and I mean it, it became beyond popular. As Bro, a matter of fact, that's one of my favorite sauces. Mm-hmm. Even to put on anything else, I've bought some like the the thing, and yeah, thank you. even to put it on anything else, it's bomb. So. That's um. I'm I'm glad you brought up mom and pop tacos because that's one of the transitions that I wanted to pivot to. Right. So you're obviously a marketer. You've been marketing both digitally and offline, and you've you found success in both of those. However, you're not just a marketer. You're also an entrepreneur in the food scene, and you've kind of married those two skills together to create what you guys have now, mom and pop tacos. So the decision to bring things like salsa, which is your own private label brand, right? It's your own brand that you guys created specifically for mom and pops. Was that something that you guys personally saw that was trending? Because I kind of saw that you guys made that transition with your own, um, the transition to create your own product within your own mobile restaurant before it really became a popular thing. Now everybody's creating their own brand two, three years later. You guys were one of the early adopters. So what was the mindset kind of going into creating your own product and creating your own branded, I guess, um, product within the business mm-hmm. well from a marketing standpoint uh, um when we first decided to to even launch uh you know a, a taco business 
the most important thing for me was mm-hmm. was the the name creating a brand um there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh taco businesses that that are focused on just the tacos and and um and their names um they don't pay as much attention to creating brand. as a matter of fact when mom and pop started uh, most of the trucks were still white back then mm-hmm. i remember I that i remember telling my parents like hey like like we need we need to create an identity and again i'm not speaking down on the way anybody else does because there's a lot of people that are successful uh, doing it the old way but uh as a branding person um i knew that the only value i can truly add to the business that we're starting for family was was that i can turn them into a brand um and my argument was well most people go to the one on fifth and a or the one on whatever name corner street or parking lot um Mm -hmm. But I, I wanted to become, even though we were going to become mobile and, and we knew we were going to be in multiple locations, I wanted to become a destination. Like I wanted people to come to the brand specifically. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of restaurants that people go visit in other towns uh, where it, it's not even um, not even about the quality of the food, uh, right. which you should focus on quality. Uh, but but often we visit places because of the brand or, or the, That's uh, true. the ambiance. Yeah. You know what I mean? So So... The first thing that I wanted when we launched the brand is is to actually become a brand, yeah. To build on that, um, and that that was the the initial goal. So once you you start creating your brand, and then then obviously, um, if you're gonna create a a quality salsa, um, for example, mango habanero, I mean, it's all made with fresh ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, our base is mango, which is pricier than if it was just like a tomato Correct. based salsa. So, um, if we were to bottle it we have to give it a brand so that we can charge a price that's that's decent and it'll help us cover costs and make profit mm-hmm, if right. i just put out a salsa and, and slap a you know four or five dollar label on it um it wouldn't it wouldn't work for a clientele that sees salsa as a like a tapatio that you can get for like 89 cents for right a, you know what i'm saying so it was it was important for us to 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 create the brand first before we can try to put out a product um yeah because we we're trying to put out quality and the quality was going to be pricier. Correct. You know, bro, I think um, this is where this whole applied knowledge um, comes back into play. And I think, you know, people go to school for what you now know, bro. Yours is through experience, through, because I'm sure that, that with all the success and what I consider success is where you guys are at now. Obviously, we all have, like you said, different measurements of success, but I consider you guys a successful brand. Locally, bro, you guys are, everybody knows what mom pops is, right? But one thing that I, that I, I like is is that bro is that you knew that you wanted to start a brand and that you knew that your clientele's um uh opinion mattered your look mattered the branding mattered and it wasn't just about slapping a four or five dollar label on a bottle and selling it no it was about what product finished product can i sell that people are going to like and not compare it right right and not compare us to an 89 cent bottle Mm -hmm. of tapatio you know what i mean no hate toward tapatio i love but no same here but Still, you wanted to stand out. You wanted to be different, and you wanted to again cater to your clients. And I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's great, man. It's it's um, it's cool to see to hear the background story to something when you have now seen the finished product or what we would consider the finished product. It's cool to hear this because I do know that I think you guys were the ones that, and I don't want to say that you guys started this trend, bro, but you definitely set the bar high. When you guys wrapped your truck, because I know that I hadn't seen any other track truck that was wrapped, bro. Like you said, every other truck was white. 
at least not on the local space. Yeah, not, not on the local space. Now, now a lot of them are, and and I I love it. You know, I like to yeah. see. Uh, um, I like to see the 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 industry evolve into yeah. into more. You know, now mm-hmm. now now I see people are posting other food trucks by name, and they're following them by name, and 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 um, we're we're taking as a group. You know, all mm-hmm. of, all of these different you know brands that are out there. We're mm-hmm. we're, we're taking that that taco stand. Um, position and we're elevating it to just you know we're mexican food we're right. mexican food on on wheels um um recently we got voted uh um number one food truck in ventura county and it was right very well the, deserved. The, the, the cool thing was was the fact that um that they called us food and not just a taco truck mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so to, to to get that award and to to actually for people to see us as hey no this is you know it's, it's mexican food and it, and, yeah. it, and it, it also belongs next to the, the the burgers the you know yeah. like all the other you know quality food trucks that we have out there you know yeah. so at this time I'd like to take a moment to shout out our episode sponsors stock strategies if you're curious or interested in learning a little bit more about options trading make sure that you follow them on Instagram their handle is at stock strategies here you'll be able to find some of the courses that they offer like learning how to trade options from point A to point Z how to analyze charts and they also have a great Discord chat where they offer you some information like callouts and watch lists for some of the stock that they're trading. Be sure to check them out on Instagram. I also like the fact that when I when I go to Mom Pops, I don't know if you can agree with me on this one, bro, but it's not just going there and ordering tacos or going there and ordering a, a quesadilla Skysway or going there and getting a, a a burrito, a wet burrito, or not. It's not even really just about that. Like when I go, bro, I look for your dad. Mm-hmm. I look for you. If I go and you're not there. I'm not at mom pops, bro. If I go and your dad's not there, I'm not at mom pops. If I go and your mom's not there, I'm not at mom pops. Yeah, it's about people. Like man. it's it's you guys set that vibe, bro. And one thing that I really like and I I can really appreciate, bro, is that your dad is also out there saying what's up to the clients, yeah. bro. You do that, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you guys are out there. You're involved with your people. Like and it's like, dude, like it yeah. feels cool. He goes and he checks in every single time I go, bro. There has not been one time that I don't that I go and I don't. I don't get a like a what's up from your pops, bro. And it feels good because he's like, hey, how's the food? Like, do you need yeah. something? Like, and then also when he was doing, you know, you guys were testing out the, uh, was it Cabeza that you guys were testing out? Yeah. Bro, oh my goodness. I, uh, my mouth is watering just thinking about <laughs> those tacos. Did you guys add that to the menu pr- permanently? That's a tough one because we're in Ventura. So again, just the, the clientele that we see because of our area. So it's, Correct. it's like, I was this morning, but I was, it was considering, bomb. yeah, I was considering it was putting uh, lengua in there this yeah. week. Uh, just just to have it for the week. Uh, yeah. Again, that those are items that, being in the areas that we're in, like it's something that I we have to like like, pitch and sell and and yeah. educate people on. Okay, yeah, it is cabeza, but but it doesn't mean like brain or nothing crazy. Yeah. Right so it's it's really like, um, like when we do lengua, like to to, to explain to people like what lengua is, uh-huh. like what do you mean you want me to eat the tongue? Like what? yeah, cow tongue. What? So it's 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 um. It's but a it's constant, a delicacy, like, bro. It's like a it's a thing we grew up eating. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And to us, it's normal, yeah. but. I think it's um, I don't know where I'm where I was going with this, bro. Is that I think that's cool, bro. It's a vibe. Like going mm-hmm. to mom pops is a vibe. I have not like, gotten. There's like there has been maybe one or two times over the span of the years that I've been uh, going to mom and pops that I you know I order my tacos and that I don't get a side of Diego, his mom, mom or you know your yeah. dad, your mom, whoever yeah. is there. I always get that service. Yeah, we've always um next level, bro. When I talk to people about uh, um like starting a new business, um I, I mean you can be you can be successful doing anything and there's there's an audience and a clientele for everything mm-hmm. um so 
the thing is creating the culture of the brand and um and the, the reason why I go and shake hands and, and do things like that I always tell people like you don't have to um you don't need every client to like your product for you to you know make profit or be successful mm -hmm. you just need your clientele you need your clients so it's very important uh, to identify with the people that have been supporting if I see somebody that three four times then you know what I mean I, I try to recognize them and, and 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 acknowledge the fact that I I appreciate the fact that they're supporting um our business especially being in, in an industry that I mean there, there's so many yeah businesses that are doing the same uh, um it's, it's really cool to see those regular especially the ones that drive from distances um mm -hmm. consistently I mean, we have people that come from Santa Barbara um um just to try our food uh, and I see them maybe at least once a month um uh, People from Oxnard, there's a lot of people from Oxnard that drive all the way to Ventura just for... Yeah, I've met people, oh, that one couple, her name is, she's like really in the fitness world, Karina. Karina? Karina. Yeah, I know they drive from, or they used to drive from far, right? Just to go eat your guys' Yeah, tacos. I don't remember what city they drive from, but yeah, we have uh, people from yeah. Carpinteria. Um, Karina, I think they come from Santa Paula, I think they are. I think that's where they live now, but I yeah, think yeah. previously they were further or something yeah, yeah. like that. They, but they, I remember, they moved here, yes. Yeah, um, and that's... um. That's something that, that I think speaks volumes of your brand, bro. I think that speaks volumes of your brand. And it goes to show that it's not just the tacos, bro. Because let's be real, guys. We can go anywhere and get tacos, yeah. right? No, I but agree. it's not just that. It's not just the tacos. It's the service. It's how you feel. It's it's all of the other things. And it's it's just different with you guys, man. And, and that's something that I can truly appreciate, bro. Yeah, so um, now I want to talk about pivoting. Because I feel like you, you're a very unorthodox dude. Unorthodox dude whenever you approach your business right mm -hmm. so let me let me explain what i mean you're a marketer but you're also in the restaurant industry however you took an unorthodox approach whenever you got into the restaurant industry most people say hey i'm gonna start my restaurant then i'm gonna open my food truck and then i'm gonna create my own products so they kind of go that route however you're you went the other way you're like hey maybe i don't want to create my restaurant right off the bat but here let me start a food truck and then let me create my product and then maybe you didn't even create your restaurant you thought another step ahead what if i team up with a restaurant and mm -hmm. we utilize each other's audience each other's space in order to kind of leverage that so that's what i want to talk about because you and the reason i mentioned this is because you guys approached food trucks before they were a main thing before they really became popular yep. you guys wrapped your truck before it really became a thing you guys started introducing your own private label brand products before they mm -hmm. really became a thing. Now they're becoming a main thing. You guys pivoted into a restaurant before that really became a thing. Mm -hmm. Coronavirus hit, which nobody could have anticipated. However, you guys are still active. You guys are still pivoting and doing things. So <laughs> I want to talk about that pivot mindset and where you really find that kind of, I guess, inspiration to approach things the way you do. And it goes back to paying attention. Uh, um, mm -hmm. We started the food truck, um, and actually the the real reason we went with a food truck rather than one with the actual engine is because the mindset was like, hey, if the truck that's pulling, I mean, if if the food truck breaks down, and now it's at the mechanics, well, how are we gonna make the money to pay for the mechanic? Mm -hmm. So our thing was like, let's get one that we can tow. That way, if the engine blows on the truck, we can just mm -hmm. get another truck and exactly. still get to work. You know what I mean? Um, that was a mentality, but uh, um, I think I think one of the uh, one of the things that helped us grow and separate ourselves from from other uh, taco trucks was the fact that uh, we we were a l little bit ahead when it came to like the brewery scene. I think mm -hmm. the brewery is is, uh, is is something that I don't want to you know skip because uh, 
we identified the fact that that was going to be a thing before it became a thing. That's right. Um, I hadn't even noticed that. You're yeah. absolutely correct on that. So we knew uh, Sky and I and, and a couple other uh, group of friends, we used to trade beer. Um, we shipped beer to other, to other states to try the beer from Vermont and Michigan because they were making fantastic beer. But those breweries had no distribution. So mm. when we started getting our local breweries, um, I remember I, I spoke to Jack, the owner of Topa Topa, and he wanted to talk with Tuesday. At, time we, at that point, we were at a Sam Sadakoy Liquor uh, on our Tuesdays, and the brewery wanted us to go um, on the Tuesday. And I had to make the decision to move the truck there. On our, on our most successful day was Tuesday at Sam Sadakoy Liquor, and I decided to move it. And I mean, we went from doing great money to like $300 a day, where everybody was like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you know, we're, we used to do this much in sales, and now we're doing this little. And I was like, no, trust me, it's going to be a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a thing because this, this brewery thing, there's a culture behind that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and if, if we can, if we can, um, you always try to attach yourself to trends. So if you see yeah. something's about to expand, like you want to attach yourself to whatever it is, whatever's trending to, to, for a, to a certain degree, like whether it's a post or, or, or attach yourself to it. So right. um, I really think that um, us teaming up with the breweries first. Mm -hmm. was one of those things where they were always going to attract people to their business and Correct. we were going to attract people to our business. Mm -hmm. um, I, had, I had this vision of people like actually having our tacos with some beer, but I didn't have a liquor license because, you know, food trucks don't have those. Right. So that's, that's where that started, where, where we collaborating every day with a different business. And to this day, that's our motto. Um, we did want to have our own restaurant. Uh, it was going to be a little pricey, and, and, and thank God we didn't go on our own just yet. Um, because I don't think we would have survived this pandemic. How do we just, I mean, we moved into El Rey in November. Mm -hmm. So that means we would have been in business four months. And, you know, I mean, building a restaurant is about $200,000. So that would have really, really, we would have been in real big trouble. So, um, I truly believe that the way prices are going up, um, in, in California, especially, um, I, I think that having multiple businesses under one roof. Um, it's going to become uh, the standard. It, it, yeah, I, I really believe that's going to be a thing where um, if there's a lot of people that, that a lot of investors that that, that, will, that have money, they'll buy a nightclub just to own a nightclub. Right. Um, but they don't want to run the nightclub, so they'll hire a manager to manage that. Um, they have to hire a chef to, to, to do that. So it's, it's, if, you can, if you can team up with somebody who wants to have a restaurant, who's passionate about food, and somebody who's passionate about drinks and somebody who's passionate about entertainment, then, then teaming up and partnering up with people um, could become a thing. And if, and if you're looking to franchise or grow into, into, into brands, um, I really think that that is the future of business. Uh, it makes mm -hmm. sense. Um, it, it has helped us to be downtown Ventura par uh, partner with, with another company. It's, it's helped us, you know, lower our, our expenses. Yeah. Um, so we're not, we're not hurting as much as other businesses are that have to pay full, you know, cost on, on a, on a lease or, mm -hmm. or something like that. So, um, and I think we're going to start seeing more of that as, um, as businesses right now are, are failing because they're not producing that. Of course. I, I think it'd be smart for them to start looking into partnering up with others, um, to try to, you know, help each other blow up. I think, um, again, that goes back to catching trends before they're trends, bro. And you're right. You're right. I think that's going to be the uh, the new norm for a lot of people. We're going to see, I mm -hmm. think, more boutique and collaboration businesses where it's maybe a 
like for example, I think this is the prime example. Transmission Brewery mm-hmm. with Topper's Pizza. Yeah. Right? That's a really great and very well branded pizza place already mm-hmm. in the county of Ventura. And you also have a brewery, which is a thing in Ventura County. Yeah. So I think stuff like that is something that we're going to be seeing more. I know that's what you guys have with El Rey, right? Yeah. LA has it too. I mean, if you go to yeah. LA, there's multiple businesses. Uh, uh, if you go to Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara has, uh, if you go to, um, what is this brewery called? Um, can't think of it right now, but there's a there's a couple of breweries. Well, there's one specifically that has like a Cuban restaurant. Isn't it uh, Modern Times? Modern Times, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. That, you know, there's, so you there's, have the Cuban kitchen inside, right? There's about three businesses in that address. So um, Yeah, you're right. They have a little store. A like little, a little like uh, you can buy, thing. you can buy like a mm-hmm. uh, little thing like, like boutiques, candles and stuff, and yeah, it's like a little boutique. I've seen it a lot with like yoga gifts. shops, boutiques, you mm-hmm. know, uh, art galleries. Um, yeah, like not not boutiques themselves, but different kind of shops. Like people are starting to combine together, starting to leverage each other's skills, each other's yeah. assets. And what I'm really noticing from you, Diego, is that you're a man that's very aware of your strengths, you're aware of your weaknesses, and you also are a very social dude. And in regards to the people that you connect with. And you see their weaknesses and their strengths as well. And sometimes you're able to connect them. So I see you very much as a connector who understands your weaknesses and doesn't necessarily let your ego get in the way in terms of expansion. You knew you didn't have a liquor license, right? Yet you're like, okay, cool. I don't have that, but I have food. I have that brand. Who has, and I'm pretty sure it was a process to go through the whole finding a brewery like El Rey Cantina, right? It was probably a process finding them, finding the right partner and then seeing if they wanted to expand that way as well. Yeah. yeah, they actually reached out to us first. Okay, and, and that was uh, um, it was a no brainer, man. It was it was really uh, um, we were shopping around for restaurants. We knew it was gonna cost a lot, and it just it just made it just made all the sense in the world to just mm-hmm. do. I mean, they're a fantastic brand. They've been around for eleven years or so in Ventura. Yeah. They have a great following, fantastic staff. So it was a uh, it was a prime location uh, as yeah. well. Oh yeah, so it, it it's just um. Are they the ones with the bras on the chandelier? Yeah. Yeah, right? That's, That's exactly it, man. I don't know where that tradition started, but it's, it's awesome. That's how I know them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I really think that, that that's... And again, I mean, I don't know anything about anything. I, I can just pay attention and, and, and gamble on certain things, and, and, and often they work. Um, but, but it is about people. Another thing that, that um, I don't know about like, the connecting aspect... Um, I love to see my friends succeed. Like I love to see, um, sit down and have lunch with somebody, have a conversation, and watch them develop that business into something. So um, often when I introduce to somebody, I'd be like, "Hey, this is my friend. This and oh, he does this." Or "Hey, if you ever need this, like this is a person." Or um, I like to do that because it's not because I like, oh yeah, he's sitting with the owner of this or he's sitting with the owner of that. It's it's not really about that. It's often sometimes that friend might be looking for a service. Or he might be looking for a partner in something. And, and I have seen my friends that I've introduced collaborate on projects. Um, and it's really cool to see. You know what I mean? Because Look it's, at us. Yeah. 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 It's a, um, and, and, and one of the reasons why, why um, we will always be successful doing business in our towns is because of that. Like we create networks of people that, that support each other and, and uh, bring people to each other's businesses, support each other's businesses. Yeah. So downtown Ventura, you'll see that a lot, man. That's why I really love that community. Huh? A lot of the restaurant owners or bar owners, they'll, they'll go visit each other or bring people over. Or, um, we have it with like Jojo and Capriccio's. Um, um, he's, you know, constantly, you know, texting me, like, hey, send me some video tacos. And, you know, like, <laughs> my mom loves going there. So he says we food from my mom and things like that. And, uh, and um, you know, we send people to each other businesses. Um, 
I meet friends at other businesses. I, with Blue Agave, I, there's, when there's parties that are too big for me to handle at the restaurant because of the size of our restaurants, I'll be like, hey, you know what? Like, I, can, I can book you. A, um, I can get your reservation there for your party of 30 because, I mean, I can't fit 30 plus all the people that are already here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it's, it's one of those things where um, supporting each other um, helps people succeed. And, and, and that, that whole, you, you can't be jealous of people. You can't, I mean, we can always win. We can, we can all help each other grow. You know what I mean? There's no need for competition. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes I want Chinese food. Sometimes I want Thai food. Sometimes I want Mexican. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, that's, it's, <coughs> I, I feel like that's one of the main reasons, Diego, why you've been so successful in any endeavor that you've taken because you have that giving heart bro and a lot of people don't have that a lot of people want to see you do good but never better than them and i don't think that's the case with you i can personally say that you've connected me with two great three great people bro i think i met sky through you um i've i met um when i was doing the comedy shows at uh, levity live bro. you jason. put me on yeah, yeah. you put me on with jason you connected me with him we sold out the show that we did and honestly, I can't say that I would have been able to do it without you or with Chimmy. You know, without you or without Chimmy, I wouldn't have been able to s- sell out that show. I remember how hard you were working to get people in there. And it was that, that was a really special day for me. Yeah. I mean, knowing awesome. that we come from the city of Oxnard and, and from South Oxnard, to be exact, and knowing that we sold out a freaking, uh, you know, a Levity Live, dude, that was, yeah, that was, that was beautiful, awesome. bro. Like, at the end show. of that night, I had tears in my eyes, bro, because I was like, fuck, like, show, we made bro. this happen, you know? Yeah. And then now, like, you're literally sitting in a room with at a podcast that you you connected Rigo and I bro that's really awesome man. you connected us at Congrats, a guys. yeah yeah no thank you bro thank you for connecting us bro you you connected us I remember at the taco spot and I watched him almost die because it was of because the, of that salsa because of the that's hot awesome. sauce yeah it was Rigo the, was uh, helping me with that he was yeah. helping me go through that process the, yeah the process so, of heat <laughs> yeah there you go so I think that's uh that's really cool bro that you're that way and that you have that uh that spirit don't ever let anyone kill that bro because I think oh, no. we need more people like you in our community. Another person that I can definitely say is like that is Sky, bro. Yeah. Sky's also a connector, man. And I, uh, we, have, we have quite a few people like that in our community. And I like that because, like you said, we can all get our bag, bro. We can yeah. all get our There's money for everyone to, be, to make. Oh, There's yeah. money to be made. It's just we need to support more. Like, you know, we need to be there and, and, and support each other a lot more. And that's it. But that's the beauty about Ventura County. Yeah. It's big enough to where we can make, all make money. But it's also small enough to where it feels like. Like and a small community we can all grow from each other exactly uh, there's I so mean, much that i can learn from you yeah. so much that i can teach you like yeah yeah you know oh, oh I mean? yeah of course uh my business partner john i mean he's so knowledgeable on so many things uh, um um he's a he's a person that also has a very similar heart to mine uh yeah. we all came from you know church backgrounds uh, yeah so there's this level of uh, um like we want to we want to do right or we feel like god's gonna punish us and, and you know what i mean so that kind of stuff so um sky's a you know fantastic dude i mean i mean i can I have tons of friends that are um, so willing to help. Um, yeah, Jay Scratch was a guy that you know when I was oh, early yeah, in the bro. scene. I was he, he's a man that I was able to like ask questions to and answer. Roger, the owner of Blue Agave, like I, just because I know how to run a food truck, mm-hmm. um, that doesn't mean I know how to run a restaurant. Uh, we have Heather who manages El Rey, and I mean, I I don't think I would do as well without her. I mean, she yeah. she she's put me on to game on how to run a restaurant, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I didn't have that experience, so, yep. you know what I mean? I just, it, it's not the same, you know what I'm saying? It's not the same as a food mm-hmm. truck. Um, yeah. People are also nice for our breweries, by the yeah. way. This and is- it, goes, it goes back to that, no, mm-hmm. it goes back to that support, that community support. It's like helping each other out. There's things that I suck at, 
that you can be good at. Maybe you can put me on game. There's things that you suck at that maybe I'm good at, and I can put you on game. It's a cheat code. Mm -hmm. It's a cheat code of life. You know what I'm saying? It's like you win, you experience things, and now I don't have to deal with those things. I can just just take advantage of that knowledge or, or... your failure so that I don't have to fail. Of, you know what of I mean? course. Hey, audience. Yeah. So this one's for you. I just want to, I just want to like stop the conversation right now and let you guys know and kind of something that I've noticed from an outside perspective because I was talk, seeing both of them talk. We brought Diego on this podcast to learn about Diego, to learn who he is, learn more about his mindset. However, because of his character and his personality and just a testament to the person he is, he's right here giving praise to the people that have helped him yeah. and kind of highlighting their skills and how they have been able to collaborate or at least added value to his life. So, yeah. Just just an outside perspective from uh, what I was seeing right now. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, I've always said, like, nothing that I've accomplished, I've done by myself. Mm-hmm. I've always had, down yeah. to the people that, that, that even go and buy my food. Like, if if nobody bought it, then where would I be? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, every, everybody is valuable and important. And, and, and that's sort of, I always said, uh, when, when people say, like, oh, if nobody believes in me, I'm going to prove them wrong. Like, no, don't prove them wrong. If they're not <laughs> about it, then, then find out what they want and give them what they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting perspective. Yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, if you're trying to grow in a business, then then what does your audience want? Like, well, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if you try to sell them something they don't want, then, then who's going to be your customer? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it's like, what's the point of having an ego? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's about, it's always about the consumer. Yeah. I agree with you there, bro. It's, um, and, and I think, I think that, what you say is important and a lot of us have to be reminded of this a lot of us have to be reminded of this because it's important to always remember at the end of the day it's the consumer that's important oh yeah if you could leave people with one piece of advice with something from your journey as a marketer or your journey as this falling into your lap realistically because you know from your story previously you you shared with us what what would that piece of advice be it's about people like everything's about people uh, supporting each other um believing in each other uh finding out what they want and 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 giving them what they want you know people people at some by the stylistics i think people make the world go around and yeah. understanding the value of people uh w- would lead you to any success you want whether it's uh friendships uh uh relationships or even business like people people make the world awesome a lot of people say they don't like people i love people man i would i would do nothing without people man that's okay. special brother mm-hmm. Last part, bro. This is where we give you the platform to let us know where we can find you, bro. We've been talking about a taco truck, but where the heck is this taco truck at? Where can people uh, find you if they want to see you? Right now, uh, because of COVID, um, the food truck is only at Ventura Coast Brewing Company. Um, it's closer to the restaurant, so I'm able to restock it. Um, it and it's easier for us. And, and again, because it's so limited, uh, sometimes we can be open um, for, for people to have beer there. Sometimes we cannot. So... Just sticking to one is 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 uh is the easiest way right now. So right now you'll find us at Ventura Coast Brewing Company, uh Tuesdays, Thursdays, Friday, and Saturday, uh twelve to whatever time they're closing. So sometimes you know they let them work till six. Sometimes they let them work till so it's it's a constantly changing, uh evolving thing. El Rey Cantina is open, uh Thursday through Friday, uh at four p.m. And we're right now we're closing at nine. That's what they allow us. Um, okay. During the weekend, uh, we're open from noon to nine or ten or just again. I mean, this is something that's constantly changing, just because we live in an era or yeah. our time where, I mean, it's uncertain. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they can put out a message where we're close tomorrow. So it's really, <laughs> it's one of those things that if you if you're not paying attention and you're not adapting, you're gonna get you're lost. Not gonna survive. Yes. So it's it's 
Um, what about on socials, bro? Where, where can we find you on social media? Uh, Mom and Pops Tacos. You can just, uh, our tag is Mom Pops Tacos, M-O-M-P-O-P-S, Tacos, T-A-C-O-S. Um, and that's the easiest way to get a hold of us through our Instagram. Cool. Well, brother, I want to say that uh, I wholeheartedly appreciate this conversation with you. Uh, like I said at the beginning, and it's said and done, bro. I have a newfound respect for you. Already respect you as a not only as a friend, but as a marketer and and as a businessman. But I truly have a newfound respect, and uh, now I see why you are successful at what you do, bro. So keep doing that. I want to see you shine, bro. Yeah, and I'm proud of you guys shine. for everything you guys are doing, man. I mean, appreciate this it. It's fantastic, by the way. So thank congrats. you so much. Bro. Love, love that, man. Thank you. Cool. Well, podcast. There it is. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. That one.